Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I am good. How are you? I cannot complain. This is what our our part two, if you will, of um, kind of picking up where we left off last time. But today is what September 9th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yep, September 9th. 2020 the audience you are listening to the crow show i'm your host torch the poet and i am kind of picking up with the part two where familia and i left off last time so to speak i'm kind of changing it up this time um but uh this is the 92nd episode now so uh i'm glad to have you back on again so thank you once again thank you for having me not a problem um just kind of diving right in um and i guess kind of giving a recap uh you and i kind of spoke about well not kind of but you and i did speak about um your past experiences um how you overcame them and i figured i would kind of talk about something different um so to speak and and just have a totally different feel during this podcast so um or this episode pardon me so with that being said um my first question for you now that you're a mother do you find yourself being overly protective and very guarding your son yes Um, yes i have um I've actually uh, had to speak to my doctor about that. I've got some pretty severe um, separation anxiety when it comes to my son. I can imagine. Yeah. It's it's scary to leave him anywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Like, I didn't get a chance to ask you that during our last recording, but... I have certainly wondered about that because, you know, given what you you've experienced, um, I would think rightfully so that, you know, you would definitely have um, some very guarding ways and like not wanting to even leave his side. Yeah, <clears throat> so so I'm a, a stay at home mom purely because um, um, normally I I work in nursing homes and I, I care for old elderly people and I I absolutely love to work I love my job but uh me and my fiance just decided that um it was best to wait you know to put him in daycare until he can talk because the world is just so crazy and you never know you know who people are or who you're leaving them with really whenever you're putting them in a daycare type setting so we want him to be able to communicate with us if anything's mm-hmm. anything negative is happening, you know. And right now yeah. he really can't because they don't talk for a while. So. No, that's that's a that's a wise decision. Um, because exactly, you know, it's not like in nine months, um, <laughs> you know, they're they're able to speak full sentences or even certain keywords to alert you if something's exactly. going wrong. Um, so no, I definitely agree with that. My second question for you, um, other than 
the birth of your son. Um, what would you say has been your your greatest accompl- accomplishment, pardon me, of your life thus far? Probably getting sober. Definitely getting sober. Yeah. I was on a a pretty dark road there for a while, you know, when it came to substance abuse and um, not only just substance abuse, it was all kinds of stuff, you know, (laughs) substance abuse, sex, all that stuff that comes with it and you know, once I I went to rehab and I decided that, you know, I didn't have to live that way anymore. That's probably my greatest accomplishment other than my son. Definitely. I definitely respect that. Now, if you had to give your definition of what perseverance means, um, what would your definition uh, what would your definition entail? I'm going to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of anything right now. Like, I know what that word means, but I'm so tired. I just like my brain's not <laughs> processing it right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so embarrassing, but... My mind just went completely <laughs> blank. <laughs> I'm over here smoking. <laughs> you caught me up with that one. <laughs> and I'm, I'm laughing so hard because my co-host for uh, my weekly segment, he said, she said, um, I'm like a true Scorpio. So I love when I'm able to uh, to trump someone and my, my co-host she knows this so like when I when I have someone like trumped or stomped however you want to paraphrase like I, I just I, <laughs> I kind of relish in the moment um, and basking in my glory if you will <laughs> so to hear you say that I'm like yes <laughs> no I totally understand I'm a Sagittarius so I'm kind of the same way oh man yeah you pretty much are um, I think that question uh I think that's a tough question, even when I kind of kind of thought about that to ask you. Um, and the reason why I chose to ask you is because of the fact that you are a public speaker, um, providing motivational speakings and speeches. Um, so I felt like, you know, to challenge your mind with that question um, would be like perfect because I think that word is such a, a a broad term that it could really go on for days, somewhat metaphorically, I guess. Um, but yes, to hear that, to hear I got you somewhat stomped a little bit, <laughs> I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of stoked about that. Um, so let's see if I can really get you stomped with this one. So you have a crystal ball. Um, and it illustrates your future three years from now. What does your future look like 
in this crystal ball. What does it look like or what would I like it to look like? Um, mm, you know what? What would you like it to look like? That's better. I would have started the process on continuing my education and preferably moved back to Texas where I love and call home <laughs> because while I um, while I love my current place of living it's cold <clears throat> and I miss my Texas <laughs> but um, my goal in the future I've never said um uh, three years but mm-hmm. within the next five years I've actually written this down like in a a, a goal planner I guess for a lack of better, better words um, mm-hmm. within the next five years I'd like to start the process of continuing my education and following my career dreams that's kind of my biggest goal right now and what are your your career dreams I want to be a therapist for sexual trauma victims. Mm. Mm. What led you to choose that field? Um, being a therapist, because you could have been a behavioral therapist. Um, I don't know every, I guess, position that a therapist can hold, but I do know about the behavioral. I don't know any other ones, but what made you choose? Well, I've, um, I've had a lot of personal experience with, you know, sexual trauma and stuff like that. And I personally know a lot of other people who have as well. And, um, it's very difficult. I've noticed myself to find, um, therapists who specialize in, in that. And, um, I, I don't think that there's enough of them. I really don't. And I don't think that there's enough of them who do it for the right reasons or mm-hmm. who care or um, like, for example, my uh, someone very close to me has had issues with not being able to find a therapist who um, isn't based on religion. With mm-hmm. With that, everybody wants to um, kind of (coughs) veer you towards let God heal you you know let God do it for you and I not to be you know um, hateful I guess Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily agree that that's the right path to take with sexual trauma victims mm-hmm. you know I think that it needs to be taught to find strength in themselves and to be able to do that for people would just mean the world to me I enjoy taking care of people and lifting people up and making people happy and I really don't think that there's enough therapists that do that in the world at least not for the right reason uh-huh. And I do have to agree with you. Um, I feel like 
to expect to try to teach someone better yet program someone to to think that a supreme being is going to magically heal you um give you this sense of inner strength because you have prayed uh, an infinite number of times i think that is like it's a fable so well, that's I, not I, how the human yeah. brain works no no um I, and i think it puts pressure like unwarranted pressure on someone to either you follow you follow the path of Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, or you're going to keep repeating um, rather than teaching someone that you're going to, going to keep repeating because you're thinking, you know, you have to change your thinking, change your habits, change your, change your people you hang around with, like everything, but, it, but it's not based on religion, you know? Definitely. So... I don't know. I um, I definitely have to agree with you. Would you have like your own practice, or like how does how does that like work, like in your own office, or? So the the therapist that I've found um, really, really, really changed my life. Um, I met in a. rehab recovery type setting Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can hear me yeah it it cut out for a second it was like fuzzy I I don't know what happened there Okay, well, I can hear yeah. you now. Okay. <laughs> that was yeah. weird. Sorry. Oh, it's all right. I, I don't think it's your fault. <laughs> I don't think you intentionally hit a button that <laughs> caused it to to get fuzzy. Um, the app sometimes has issues, if you will, but that's technology. So, hey, it is what it is. What can you do about that? No big yeah. deal. You know, um, um, but I didn't hear probably a good uh, seven or eight seconds of what you were saying so I was just saying that like um, I would be honored to work in a setting where people are struggling like um, either a rehab facility or um, a mental health facility um, somewhere where I've personally been to many psych wards, I guess, for lack of, I hate that term because it just sounds so degrading, but, um, and there's the doctor to client ratio is not acceptable. So... And instead of working like by myself and honestly, I I think I I don't want to say it's selfish because everyone has their own way of 
you know, mm-hmm. making their money. And, you know, some people just aren't good with at working with other people. I totally get that. But um, I am. And I would like to be able to work in a larger setting, like mm-hmm. a hospital or a rehab facility or mm-hmm. something like that. Would there be a particular age bracket? Um, if you work in a rehab facility, obviously that wouldn't entail children. Uh, well, yeah, right. I mean, you know, um, I personally don't think mm -hmm. that I could handle working with children. Mm. I, I have a really big heart. And, Mm. um, one thing that I've learned by doing what I do now, working with elderly people, um, Mm. it's very, very, very difficult to, not find yourself emotionally attached to your clients and I don't think that it's healthy to do that with children because a lot of times with children things aren't always listened to or a lot of times our system fails the children and um, I think that I would probably make way too big of a deal out of that and not be able to keep a job for very long so definitely adults but yeah yeah it's kind of like the uh that senate bill 145 how that uh once again fails um innocent children and silences their voices in my opinion um, and then makes it where a judge could use his or her discretion to either enforce someone having to register or saying, nah, don't worry about it. You, ju- you just made a, a bad judgment call. Um, what are your thoughts about that? And I mean, I may be going off tangent a little bit, but kind of kind of piggybacking off of what you just said about you know having such a big heart for children and um how a lot of times they you know they they, they're really not defended the way that they should be defended i completely agree with you i completely agree with you i think that our justice system our foster care system our adoption systems i think that they're all very outdated they're all very understaffed I don't think that um, like foster care for example I don't think that people are um, checked up on enough you know like it is ridiculously easy to become a foster parent ridiculously easy and you don't even have to have a clean background to be Mm. a foster parent i see that i did not know you do not have to have a clean as well it's i I can't remember the exact number but um because i looked into doing that for quite a while but it's sure as long as it's a certain number of years in the past and it doesn't Mm. relate to children specifically right they basically overlook it okay I didn't know that. I, I think that our, our justice system and things are just 
they're so outdated and crooked and, mm-hmm. and crazy crazy mm-hmm. benefits the uh the wealthy the elite yes um, i think that are... if you can pay your way out yep. you can get away with just about whatever you want and people do not realize that to me the only color color pardon me that matters once you're you're part of that upper echelon is green you know exactly um because like you just said you know you pay your way out of a lot of things you know if you have the money and a uh, and a great attorney you know you get away with uh <clears throat> i don't want to say the m word but you can get away with uh, <laughs> a lot of crime some heinous some mm-hmm. just as as corrupt and full of greed as it possibly could be um i don't know like it 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 really makes you wonder like what is the ob- objective of I guess the those put in, in in political power or positions, pardon me, of political power. Like what, like what the heck is really going on? I mean, because clearly, the very best interest of the citizens of this country does not really seem to be at, at the forefront, let alone within the thoughts of. of elected officials i mean from children heck babies all the way up to the elders elderly pardon me <clears throat> um i just really wonder like what because to me you have a very mature soul and, and i like your your energy energy pardon me um i'm so tongue-tied um but like do you ever sit back and kind of like think like you know what's really going on in this world um these days especially yes i do i think uh, and i'm about to well maybe not but um other people would probably disagree i'm about to sound uh i guess rather conspiracy ish <sighs> um I think that there's a lot of very, very crooked things mm-hmm. going on with our higher ups and our mm-hmm. our government officials. And that mm-hmm. is my baby screaming. Yep, I was gonna say. I think I, think I, I think I heard him in the background. Like, no. <laughs> oh yeah, like I said, nine months old still doesn't sleep through the night. All right, that's all right. Well, we've think, got teeth coming in though, so. Oh hey nothing wrong with that at all i think we really pull some good content anyhow so go tend to uh the young lad and um we'll reconvene again sounds great (laughs) (laughs) have an awesome night go take care of him (laughs) all right thank you (laughs) (laughs) i'll talk to you later (laughs) Bye.